Good morning. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. On this episode today, we're going to talk about Amber Geiger, the policewoman out of Dallas, Texas, who killed an innocent black man. Now, there's a lot of things we have to factor in with the judge. Uh, I just found out the judge was backed up by the White Police Union of Dallas. And I just found out that Dallas have three uh, union, one Hispanic, one black, one uh, white. Um, there's a lot of things we have to factor in after watching the testimony because this is a high profile case out of Dallas, Texas. And the woman, she grew up in Arlington, Texas, according to her testimony. And then Amber Geiger is a policewoman who killed an innocent black man in his apartment. Now, Let's look at this whole situation. Was she wrong? She was dead wrong. She came to a man's house and she knocked on the wrong apartment and she killed the man. She didn't ask questions. They got into a word of, I think, word of exchange and she pulled out her gun and killed that man. So her attention was really clear that she came there to kill. She didn't come over there to negotiate. She didn't come over there to make friends. She came over there to kill the guy. That being said, there's a lot of innuendos in this um, case uh, when it comes to the hypocrisy with black people and white people. Now, I heard that the police union, the white police union was supporting the black judge. And the black judge, too, she should be ashamed of herself. That woman should get 25 to, 25 to life in jail without the, no parole. According to state, uh, according to Texas law, after five years, after five years, she can get parole. So, which means her being a cop, she can be out in the next five years. Now, a life you cannot put a price on the life. I know the, the family going to file a civil lawsuit against the uh, Dallas police. Um, they're going to file a civil lawsuit against the, the city of Dallas, which they're going to win the case in court. This is a civil. It, it is separate from the criminal. I'm not an expert on law, but I do know law. So it's a civil case. They're going to file a lawsuit against the Dallas police and a lawsuit against the city for the wrongful death of that man. And Amber Geiger, she's a Caucasian woman, grew up in Arlington, Texas. And you guys have been watching this case closely for the past week now. Racism in America is... Is part of American fabric. It's part of the American DNA. Racism is part of the American DNA. It's embedded in our spirit, in our soul. Now, I'm tired of black people being so forgiving towards white folks. When we commit a crime, they, they don't have no love to show us. They want us to get the maximum sentence with no question asked. I've never seen a white judge hugging uh, a black person who sentenced him to life in prison. They never, I've never seen it. If you have that video, I want to see it. That being said, the judge herself, she was paid. I can feel that like she was paid by the, the white, uh, the police union, to 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 um, lessen the sentence. And now, if she had, if she had give her the maximum sentence, I would see she was she was going by the law. And also, the witnesses that uh, that witnessed the the murder. They was harassing her. She was seen by the FBI, came to her house. She lost her job. 
So there's a lot of things that, that ladies facing right now. Just uploading the video on Instagram, they closed her business account. Now she opened a GoFundMe to support her family because she have no income coming in right now because they've been harassing her because she uploaded the video. All she did was the right thing. If you see a crime being occurred, whether somebody's being robbed, raped, killed, and you record the video, you should not be the victim of that. You just reported what you saw. And even in the Bible, they tell you, if you witness a crime and you didn't report it, you're just as guilty as a perpetrator. Because here you are, you witnessed the crime and you didn't see nothing about it. That being said, the Dallas police uh, is a racist police department. How come you have a, a department with three different union groups? You have a so-called Hispanic group, uh, police union. You have a black police union. You have a white police union. Why would you have that in one department? That's to show you that the, the division within the department, there's no, there's no equality there. If they were equally in the same page, they would not have three unions. So racism, like I told you guys before, racism is a global phenomenon. Whether it's America, and America is still under the caste system. What do I mean by that? The caste system originated from India. Those of us who are East Indian, well, that term was Indian was reversed. When they say Indian, they were talking about us Negro American and Caribbean American. Nowadays, they call those people Indians. Because the British guys, the British men are so stupid. They're just going around calling anybody Indian. That being said, the so-called, the so-called East Indian, the caste, originated, the caste system originated from, from India, the subcontinent of India and Asia. So that's where the caste system came from. That's where America copied from that caste system. In America, if you're a white Caucasian male, you can do no wrong. You can kill, you can rape, you can abuse, especially if you come from money. You can get rid of murder at will. You will not face any jail time. If you are poor whites, you will get some jail time. But if you're rich, you will not get it. Here's the racial hierarchy in America. The racial hierarchy is like this. You have the powerful whites, which is the Jewish, the French, and the aristocrat whites. That's at the top. Then you have the Asian. The Asian, they're very popular here in America. They got money now with China, you know, China and Japan and Korea. Those are three populous, most wealthy Asian country in Asia. And you can throw Singapore in there or Thailand. Then you have the, Arab, the Arabs, the so-called Arabs, because the Arabic is a language. Well, you call them Ishmael from a biblical standpoint. You have Ishmael here. They're under the Asian. Then you have the so-called Hispanic. They're under the Arabs. Then you have the so-called blacks. And then you have the so-called Caribbean. Then you have the so-called Negro American. So the Negro American, by and large, they are at the, the bottom of the bottom. That's why I tell you guys should not even push for immigration because it's not conducive for you, for your economically speaking. It's not good for you. For you. You're going to lose a lot of jobs like that. That being said, Amber Geiger, she her intention was to kill that man. Because if she didn't go, if you, why would you go to somebody's house? The one apartment, that's phase one. Phase two, you pull out your gun and shot the guy innocently blood. You kill the guy in cold blood who didn't do nothing. He didn't raise his hand at you. He didn't pull out a gun at you. You kill him at will. 
you have people right now. I remember Michael Vick not too long ago. He got two years in jail. He lost his NFL a hundred million dollar contract because he killed. He was breeding dog and, and he killed a couple dogs. This is dog now. This is not human being. He he got dog charges. He he went four years. I think he spent three two and a half years in jail. He lost his NFL contract. Then there was another brother from another state. I forgot this. You guys can quote me on. Don't quote me on this. He killed a canine dog, a freaking canine dog. He got 30 plus years in jail. Okay, this is a police dog he killed. He got 30 plus years in jail. Amber Geiger, the judge should have given her 25 max. She should have served 20 years. After her 20 years, then she'll get parole. But the system is broken. Like I told you guys before, the justice system is biased and racist. At its core, I repeat, the justice system is biased and racist at its core. That's why we as Negro Americans have to dismantle it and start over because it is racist and biased. If you're white, you got money, or if you're white, you don't have money, you commit a crime, especially if you kill a black person in this country, you get away with it. Nine to ten times, you get away with it. Now, the brother of the victim, he's another delusional Negro. Now, forgiveness, you see, this is why I hate religion. You can forgive somebody that hurt your family, but it depends how this thing, you know, you have forgiveness take time. It doesn't happen right away. Because that's why they say grieving, grieving take time. Some people might take a couple months for them to grieve. Some people might take a couple years for them to grieve. Everybody grieves differently according to culture and personality. So a grieving process is different from every race and every ethnic group. Everybody grieves different. So your person to kill your brother, here's a, a woman kill your brother, innocent. This is not a person that was out there committing crime. He didn't rob anybody. He didn't rape anybody. He didn't beat up anybody. This woman walk into his apartment while he's eating ice cream watching NFL football and she got him down in cold blood. Now, let's reverse it. Let's say if that was a white, a black cop that went to a white person's house and killed them in cold blood, you think they'll be so forgiven? I beg to differ. They would not be so forgiven. They would say, give that Negro life in jail. Okay? They would not be so forgiven. While we have this slave mentality mindset, it goes back to slavery. Because during slavery... What they will do, they will pick up the biggest and the baddest slave and they will emasculate him in front of a group of black people. So that way, if we go out there and do the same thing, this is what will happen to you. The brother is delusional. The mother, I feel bad for the mother because the mother was really sad. You can tell she was crying. The brother got to the stands. All he did was just buffoon. He just cooning around. You could say, you know what, I'm not in the mood to forgive her right now, but I'll hope for her to 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 uh, to change her mind about how she changed her life after doing this bit. She have a different perspective on life, but I'm not gonna forgive her right now because I'm still grieving. She killed my brother in cold blood. I have no love for her as as of now. I will forgive her after I finish grieving, but as of now, I have no love for that woman. That woman is pretty much dead to me 
That, that would have been my stance. That would have been my stance. But that's the, the slavery mentality that most of us suffer from. Amber Geiger, she knew what she was doing. Like I tell you guys, this police woman was trained for months, for years in Texas. She knew how to apprehend suspect. So there's no need for her to use deadly force. You know when you use deadly force? When your life is in danger. That's when a cop's supposed to use deadly force. When your life is in danger, that's when you can use deadly force. You do not use deadly force on innocent people. This trend has been going on for the past 25 years or more. I would say the past 30 years. Before they used to kill um, criminals, now they're killing innocent people, particularly black, so-called black American. America is facing a transition. It's going through a transition as I speak to you. You have the Trump impeachment. You got the China. You got the Iran conflict in Iran. You got the Maduro in Venezuela. Then you have the racial tension in America. Who's been, that's been going on for the past 300 years, 400 years now. Like I said, you cannot change the nature of a snake. White people, by and large, they are racist as hell and they are biased as hell. You cannot change the nature of a snake, whether it's a cobra, a grass snake, a python. What? The nature is still the same. They are sneaky and conniving. So, white people, by and large, I'm not saying all white Caucasian people are racist. That's not what I'm saying. We're going by the law of average. If I've lived with white people all my life, even here in this community, you can see their, their body language, how they act towards us when they see us. They're always afraid that something's going to happen to them. Is that subconscious. Because when you do somebody wrong for many years, for many centuries, your subconscious now is talked back to you. That's the mother load of your brain. Your subconscious might talk back to you, say what you've been doing to these people was wrong Morally was wrong, socially and physically was wrong. You've done them so wrong for many centuries now. Your great-great-grandchildren, they're going to pay the price for your deed. America, she's going to pay the price for black people because we are Israelites. America keep black people, God children, in hostage. And America, that's what Hitler was fighting for. Hitler knew who we were. He didn't want the Jews to come here and convert like they did Germany. That's why Hitler kicked out all the Germans out of Germany. Because they converted the country to, to nonsense. Just like they did here in America. They put all this shit here in America. This liberal, the liberalism. The socialist stuff. They brought, it was the Jews that brought all that stuff to America. So that being said, historically, that's why you guys have to know history. I'm doing this podcast just to inform you guys, the average listener. Now, if you're a political science, a history, a history teacher, a history student, you may you may be aware of those things already. You may you may be aware of those things already. Amber Geiger, I think for me, after watching her testimony, I don't think she's sorry. She was just playing around. She was a she was. You can tell she she didn't have no remorse. Even though she act like she had a remorse, I can tell her heart of heart, she didn't care about that man. If she really cared about that man, 
You should not be on your phone texting your boyfriend, sexting your boyfriend while the guy's bleeding to death. If she really cares, she would have saved this, this guy's life. You shoot the guy innocently. Now you let the guy bleed to death? That just showed you your attention. You wanted to kill the guy. If it was by accident, you would have stood there the whole time trying to save this man's life who you shot you shot the guy illegally. Now, you was on your phone pacing back and forth, sexing to your boyfriend. You want to do Netflix and chill. What the fuck is Netflix and chill? While somebody's life is in the line. Now, I'm not saying all cops are bad. Don't come to my podcast saying, oh, John said all cops are bad. Just like I just said in nature. Not all snakes are bad. If I give you a bag of snakes, you will not take it. Your common sense is in a bag of snakes. You don't know what's in that bag. So this is the same criteria, the same parallel with cops when it comes to people of color. When you're out there driving around, walking around, whatever you may do, jogging, running, whatever you do in your neighborhood, those cops are watching your neighbors, your white neighbors are watching you. They were calling the cops for no reason. They profile you. And we are being profiled 24-7. If you didn't know it, now you know it. Whatever you go, whether you're wearing flip-flops and jeans and t-shirt, or you're wearing a three-piece Omani suit, and you're driving a Bentley. If you happen to be colored, guess what? You are being profiled. It doesn't care about your educational background, your economic background. If you're a Negro American in America, or so-called Hispanic, you will be profiled. More than likely, the Negro American will be profiled even more. Now, back to the Hispanic community. Now, Texas is a big state. There's a large Mexican um, community over there. I'm going to talk about the Dallas Police Department. How come they have three police unions? That's buffoonery. How come they have three police unions? One Hispanic, one white, one black. That just shows you the racism within that department. How come you have three police unions in one department? That is crazy to me. That don't make any sense whatsoever. You have one, three police union and one police department. That is crazy. Those are the things that we as black people have to talk about. Instead of us cooning around, goofing around on Instagram, on Facebook, doing nonsense. I told you guys, the reason why you're being killed in America is the Constitution. The Constitution stated that you are three-fifths of your human being. You being a three-fifths of your human being, that's why you are being killed out in the streets. The, the 13th Amendment, like I spoke before in my last podcast, I told you guys the 13th Amendment must be rectified. I repeat, the 13th Amendment in the Constitution must be rectified. Until you've done that, and secondly, we have to go to the UN or to Geneva and create a new nation within this nation. I know a lot of people have spoken about creating a new nation. I'm not big about going to Africa. Uh, those of us who are Pan-Africanists, if you want to go back to Africa, that's your prerogative, but don't oppose that on everybody. Africa have a lot of issues going on, economically, socially, politically. Africa is not stable right now, as I speak to you on this podcast. Now, there might be a couple of countries like Ethiopia, Kenya, you can go Ghana and there, 
in Zimbabwe, it's another country. Not in, uh, I forgot the name of that. There's another country. There's about four countries in Africa that's really stable as of now. But Africa, by and large, is not a place you want to be in as a Negro American. We have to fix that problem here. We built this country. Our forefathers bled for this country, died for this country. And those ethnic groups, whether it's East Indian, Vietnamese, Chinese, Filipinos, they all come here on the back of black people. But when they come to America, they feel holy than thou. They don't feel like because they have a white friend or they're married to a white guy or white woman, they feel like they're superior than us. The same thing with the Hispanic. Now, one thing you don't know about Hispanic culture, there's a lot of division and there's a lot of ra- uh, prejudice and racism in the Spanish culture. That's why when you watch Telemundo, you barely see anybody of color. You actually say, why is that? When you go to Cuba, you go to Mexico, you go to Guatemala, you go to Honduras, uh, you go to Venezuela, you go to Colombia, Chile, Argentina, Paraguay, Peru. You'll notice that those networks, they don't carry any black person in those networks. So that's the racism between those people. I'm not saying all Hispanic or race or prejudice towards black. But his, a lot of them, they grew up with this mindset as a young child. That's the same thing with the white folks. I was dating this white woman. She was my co-worker. And this woman was in her late 30s. She told me she never dated a black guy before because her father was a racist and a bigot. All her life, her father kept preaching, don't, don't date a nigger. You don't be a nigger lover. But as she get older, she was curious why her father keeps saying that to her nonstop. Now she married to a so-called Negro. So that being said, it is a poison when you tell your children that stuff. All you have to tell your children that there are good people in this world, there are bad people in this world, regardless of race and class and ethnicity and religious belief. You have the good and the bad. That's all you got to tell your children. Don't push that stuff in their head. Black people is this, black people is that. Meanwhile, they've never been around black people all their lives. Stop putting that poison into your children's head, into your children's mind. That being said, Amber Geiger was a racist, and she knew what she was doing. I don't feel any pity for her. I think she should have got 25 years to life in jail. Their 10-year sentencing, according to Texas law, if she served five years, she can file for probation. I repeat, according to Texas law, she can file for probation in five years. So which, technically speaking, she barely going to spend 10 years in jail. She's going to spend five years for killing an innocent man in jail. So, like I told you guys earlier in the podcast, if Amber Geiger had been a black woman, this would have been a whole different scenario. She would have got life in jail. They would not be playing with her hair, giving her hugs. And we as black, we need to stop forgiving those people. If a person kills your family in cold blood, there's no need to forgive them. You can't forgive them after you finish grieving. But while you're grieving, what the hell are you forgiving for? The person killed them intentionally. It's not that they killed them by accident. They kill them intentionally. If somebody kills you intentionally, there's no forgive them for them. You let God deal with them. I'm not forgiving anybody that killed me intentionally. By accident, mm, I'm 50-50 on that. But if you kill me intentionally, there's no need for me to have forgiveness for you because in your heart of hearts, your whole notion was to kill me. 
That's your whole motive was to kill me. So if the person kill you by accident, I'll give you 50-50 on it. But if the person kill you intentionally, I have no I have no love for you. I have no love for you. I hope you die in jail. That's my thing. But we need to stop this book, this this coonery forgiving white folks. White folks don't forgive you for, for the petty stuff that you commit. If you get 12 pounds of, of weed, they give you like 50, they give you football numbers. 15 years, 20 years in jail for 12 pounds of weed. Two ounces of weed. You don't see the judge have compassion on you. Say, oh yeah, let me give this nigga a hug before you go to jail. They don't give you no hugs. They're back.